0: pay attention. If you have ears, pay attention. Coming from Mark chapter 4, verse 23 and 24. If anyone has ears to hear, let him hear and take heed what you hear. Revelations two eleven. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the church. So the Spirit is saying something to us. We are the church. The Spirit is saying something to us. Collectively, individually, but if we do not have an ear to hear, we will not know what the Spirit is saying to us. If you have ears, pay attention. If you have ears, listen. Don't just say, I heard. Listen. Listen with an understanding. Listen. Let him who hear and heed my words, the Lord says. If you hear, you take heed. When you take heed, you're obeying, you will be willing to obey God's word. Revelations two seventeen says, He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the one who overcomes, I will give the hidden manna. I will also give him a white stone inscribed with a new name, known only to the one who receives it. If you have an ear, we need to hear what the Spirit is saying. Jesus was teaching them, when you hear something, you need to perceive it. And when you perceive something, you're becoming aware. Okay, now you heard it. Now you're aware of what was being taught. You're aware of what was being said. You recognize. You begin to discern. Discern. Go deep. Don't just listen to the top surface of that thing. Go deep. Discern what is truly being said. To the one who overcomes, I will give the hidden manna. To the one who overcomes. Overcome what? Overcome what you hear. How do you overcome something? You have to put it to practice. I'm going to go back to James, I think, 2 and 4 or 4 and 2. Listen, be slow. To speak. Quick to listen. And slow to anger. I hear that. But I'm not paying attention. I'm not discerning nothing it's saying. Yeah I know what it says. But I'm not discerning. What is it really saying to me? I'm not taking heed. To that word. Because as soon as I hear that word. I have an opportunity to listen to someone and I'm speaking before I listen. Or I'm turning around and I'm getting angry with them quickly. I have not taken heed of the word. I heard it. I understood it. But I didn't perceive it. I didn't didn't take heed of it. And how can you take heed of something? When you take heed of it, you're going to begin to practice it. Because you're going to meditate on it. You're going to think about it. When that opportunity comes, you're going to use it. So I have an opportunity to be slow to speak. I don't care if I have to grip my teeth and listen, intently listen. And while I'm listening, Lord, what are they really saying? Lord, let me feel them, what they're saying. Let me hear their heart. And Father, help me not to get offensive. Help me not to get angry. Help me to breathe and stay calm. So now I don't took heed of the word, so I'm putting His word to practice in my life. And when I do that, now I'm an overcomer. I'm an overcomer of talking quickly and not listening. And I'm an overcomer by not being angry so often, real quick. I'm an overcomer. Put the word to practice. That's how you become an overcomer. It says to one who overcomes, I will give the, I will give the hidden manna. Whatever we see, whatever we hear, there's more to it. There's a hidden manna, that hidden secret to God's word. But he's only going to reveal it to those who are overcomers. Yes, we all say we are overcomers and we are victorious. What have you overcame? Considering the word of God, what have you overcome? And you don't just overcome one thing. You have to continue to be an overcomer. Because we can practice living Christ-like until the day we die. So we don't just say, I overcame. We are overcomers. S. we keep overcoming. Hey, thank you, Lord God. We keep overcoming. I will always give him, I will also give him a white stone. So if you're an overcomer, he said he going to give you a white stone. You know, we hear, Lord, I just, I just want to hear you say, well done. Yes, that's one. But right here, he's saying, I would give him a white stone. So if you're an overcomer, you learn to be an overcomer. Jesus said God would, give you, God would give you a white stone. Jesus was speaking in Revelations. But I would give you a white stone inscribed with a new name. You won't just have a white stone. You have a stone with your name engraved in it. Your new name. Your new name will only be known to the one who receives it. You will be the only one that know your new name. Hmm. If you're an overcomer. In, trans- in the God's Word translation, coming from Revelations chapter 2, verse 21, God is saying, I gave her time to turn to me. God has given us time to turn to him. Listen, if you have ears, listen, pay attention. God has given you and I time to turn to him and change the way she thinks and acts. But she refused to turn away. I said, I'm giving you time to change your way, your way of thinking, your way of acting, but you're refusing to turn away. Oh, this is just part of me. I've been like this for 30 something years. Ain't nobody gonna change me. But I'm a Christian and I love Jesus and I go singing and I give to the poor. But your heart, he's looking at your heart. He wants your heart to change. Repent. Confess and repent that you have been wrong in that particular area. Repent and turn away from it. Take heed to what the Spirit is saying to you. And be an overcomer. Because When you're an overcomer, you got so much to receive. Verse 26 says, I have received authority from my Father. I would give authority over the nations to anyone who wins the victory and continues to do what I want until the end. He said, continue to do what he won't until the end. He has given the authority to everyone who wins the victory and continues to do what he wanted to until the end. Revelations 3 and 5, like them, he who overcomes will be dressed in white oh stop right there. so if we overcome we're gonna get a white stone with our new name on it if we're an overcomer we're gonna be dressed in white Hmm. and i will never blot out his name from the book of life he said i will never blot out your name from the book of life that's three so if you there's reasons for being an overcomer. There's reasons for practicing the word of God. There's more reasons than what I'm naming, but I'm just from what I'm reading right now. I just want to encourage you. Be an overcomer. Listen to what the Spirit is saying. You are an overcomer. He has given you power to overcome. Remember, there was one subject that I mentioned where He has given us everything we need. He's given Melissa everything she needs To be slow to speak and to be quick to listen and slow to anger. I have what I need. I just have to put it to practice. And if I don't know what's there, ask the Holy Spirit to help me. And get out of my own way and allow my selfish flesh to die. And allow the Holy Spirit to rule and to control and to help me. I can do it. He's empowering me. He's in me. But will I let him rule me? or will I continue to do what I want to do how I want to do it see things the way I see it how I want to see it he's not going to force his way in I have to doubt of myself and to allow him to take control and I will blot I will never blot out his name from the book of life so your name is written down but your name can be blotted out for I will never blot out his name from the book of life if you are an overcomer. But I will confess his name, your name, my name before the Father and his angels. That's if we are overcomers. Revelations 21 and 8 says, But the fearful, the unbelieving, and the abominable and the murderers and the whoremongers and the sorcerers the idolatrous and all liars not some liars all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone which is the second death if you're a believer Keep having faith. Don't doubt. It says the unbelieving. If you're doubting, you're unbelieving. And I know when it's him here, the unbelieving, you're not believing in Christ. But you can believe in Christ and still be an unbeliever. You don't believe nothing he said because you're not practicing and you're not living it. If, if it's a condition, if you do this, then he will do that. If. Some people just get saved to be on the safe side. But living this Christian life is a lifestyle. Being a part of the kingdom is a lifestyle. You have to present the kingdom culture. People are looking. They are desiring to see you present the kingdom culture. When they look at you, they should see Jesus. When they look at you, they should smell Jesus. And they look at you, they should want to be a part of what you are part of. If you have ears, listen, pay attention to what the Spirit has to say as to the church. Coming from Mark 4 and 23 and 24.